You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's right. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? We are here. It is a new episode of a brand new theater podcast produced by Broadway Black. Yes. We are ready to hit our marks and go off book right now. My name is Drew Shade. I'm Donye Love. And I'm Chandra Prophet Ardre. Sandra Prophet Andre like wait Andre 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 So what is that's a beautiful mm-hmm. last name like does that have a meaning That's my wife's last name Come on Ooh. wife <laughs> Yes. Come on, wife. And it's a special Mother's Day episode, and we have to mention that you are with child at the oh, moment. Oh, my Lord. Exclusive yeah. here at the Broadway Black. First to know. Ah, are you serious? Are we really, nobody knows? No. Oh, my God. Chandra, wow. I feel like I've known, but, like, we haven't really had a conversation I about know. it, so I didn't know, like, everybody oh, didn't know. know. Was it okay I said that? Yeah. Okay. Totally oh, good. Is okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hold up. Right. Like, we got to start over. Am I right. No, right. Oh, no, so it beautiful. was just a thing that we just kind of kept private for a long time we we had a little bit of a hard road getting here so yeah. we mm-hmm. just kind of kept it private people knew yeah at work Right, right. And your, closer and your, inner circle. Okay, stuff like we'll, that. we'll get we'll get so more beautiful. into that. So um, but we've had like an interesting week yeah. by far. Like this has been like really crazy. Like the stuff that we talked about last week have all sort of come into fruition. We talked about uh, sugar in our wounds, and yeah. that cast has sort of came out. So tell us what your come week has on. been like, Danya. So, so this this week has been crazy in a in a really really good way just mm-hmm. like everything that's been going on so uh the cast list for sugar uh was announced on wednesday mm-hmm. um some amazing uh actors you got some good people some amazing uh people uh, uh we have like stephanie berry we have stephanie berry is an amazing actress like and she I, is I, doing the work like she, she is doing I've seen her a couple work. of different things at the National Black Theater mm-hmm. she's worked at. She's done she's, some things she's that... She's so present. Yeah. Every single time. She's and she was just, and a, so she was just on um, Atlanta, wasn't she? Or, or was a, she? Te- a television show. She was just on a television okay. show playing a... She was on The Last OG. 
with ah. Tracy Morgan. And she oh, played so like the aunt or, or mm-hmm. uh, the matriarch of the family since the mm-hmm. mother had passed. But she, yeah, she was, I just watched her on the last OG. And she's playing nice. a similar role in Sugar as mm-hmm. well. And oh, she, good. She, she owns it. So we have her, we have uh, Tiffany Rochelle Stewart, we have uh, Chinaza Uchi, we have Sheldon Bass, we have uh, yes. Fern Kuzi, uh, uh, I believe is her uh, last name. Um, oh, I didn't know you had Shinazi, who was in Sojourners uh, with yeah. um, Infoniso. Oh, yeah. she's an amazing actress. <laughs> yeah. I yes. really loved her, especially in, in her uh, Pormento. Mm-hmm. No, no, sh- we're talking uh, Chinaza. Chinaza. That's who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. What do I say? Who you said I- she, he. She, right. She's. A, I said he? No, you said she. Chinaza is a he. Then that's not who I'm. T- that's not what I'm thinking about. Then look, and he threw his arms. <laughs> he said back, back. Like, like, wait, who am I thinking about? Like, who am I thinking about? Well, I, don't, I don't know who you think about, but I'm was talking about Chinaza. Was he in Dolphins and Sharks? He was in Dolphins and Sharks. Perfect. He okay. Now, I, okay. Now I do like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, I do like he's, him. He's, he's amazing. Right. right? <laughs> because he was like, hold up. Right. What's up? If this no? ain't who I'm thinking it is, then I don't know. I don't right. know. Yeah. So he's he's they're all doing the work. So that was on Wednesday when the uh, cast was announced and literally the next day that Thursday we jumped right into it we jumped right into rehearsals Um, and my director Sahim Ali who I've been working with now for like the past two years Mm -hmm. uh, on my uh, trilogy uh, The Sugar in Our Wounds is a part of uh, this is day four of rehearsals Mm -hmm. and we're already up on our feet and we are already like right, I to, because yesterday we had yeah, a in right. the same right <laughs> like, in the ooh, same re, in the same rehearsal space we had a um, a workshop series for some mm-hmm. kids that went to go see Once on the Island. We took about twenty kids to go see Once on the Island yesterday, and then we had a talk back with some Broadway performers. Uh, among them were uh, Antoine L. Smith, um, uh, Anissa F- uh, Felix, and um, Noma from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had uh, Embry Mon stop by as well, and so they all just talked to the kids. And but that's we beautiful were, within itself. That's it was yeah. it was. Absolutely. Amazing beautiful. time. It was absolutely amazing. And I'll tell, talk a little bit more Please. about Once on this Island. But I wanted to say that we were right across the hall from you. Mm-hmm. And when I came across just to check him out and see, he was all in his own. So in his five-minute breaks, he wouldn't pay me no mind. Right. He was on the phone, <laughs> take care of business. He's like, I'm a businessman. Okay, I'll, oh, thank okay, you. I'll talk to you. Oh, you that. Exactly. Look, he, gave me, he gave me the wink and the smile like from far away. Like, Don't hi. Do that. <laughs> he, gave me, he gave me a good Oprah, like, like oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh, like, you know, they clap their hands together and, like, cheer. I was giving oh, my best Oprah real name. He was. So he was in rehearsal and he was busy, but I went over there and I saw, I was like, oh, they had tape on the floor and just ready. Like, in four days? In four, four days. days. That's, for that's days. insane. But this is a piece that you have to work on its feet. Like, yeah. you you can't. It's not too much sitting it's, at the table. Oh, it's and just. they are doing the work. And, and, and mind you, like, table work was good. We <laughs> went over the play, like, a couple of times. Each scene uh, got the amount of respect and attention it uh, deserves. And today, Saheen was like, all right, y'all. Let's here we go. Up. Like, they've already been working with the, uh, like, movement director. Yeah. It's, that. It's, it's 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 going down. So that has uh-huh. been my week. You know I'm going to be in full-blown tears. You and I, me both. I just um you, just make sure my seat is in your same row or something so I can through. at least grab you. Come through like <laughs> I had I a moment. I think it, I think it was yesterday uh, where I was just like, wow. I'm so proud of you. The story hit me. 
like yeah. the story, the narratives, uh, and how important it is for uh, these particular ancestors of ours for their yeah. story to be told. And it hit me yesterday for the first time. Yeah. And I can be a crybaby. I said, Nah, yeah, come on now, uh, me too. Come man. on now, you gotta be professional. <laughs> Hold it together right uh, now. It's no. too early. Show your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll talk more about sugar in our wounds because sugar in our wounds is one of our hot topics this week. Oh, we'll come back to mercy. That. Lord. Um, so we Jesus. got right here with us today the wonderful Miss Chandra Prophet Hi. from Lion King. Hello, now you've been in Lion glowing. King. Oh, well, we must say that Amber's not with us this week. Yeah. Yes. She's in rehearsals for a concert because she's booked, she's and, booked and working. Hashtag booked and blessed, honey. Like that, that child stays working. Okay. <laughs> Don't she? She just got back to the city. Like and she ain't even said, been back good. She ain't even been back a good two days. <laughs> and she's booked and busy. So um, she's not with us today. And we're also going to be changing the, the release date for the podcast to Mondays. Yeah. So oh, yeah, 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 you're yeah. getting a, a bonus episode like this week because we did one just last week on Wednesday. But we're moving to Mondays and um, Amber's in rehearsal right now, but we have the wonderful Chandra Prophet hey. with us. I'm excited. And so tell us a little bit about your experience and how you got to the Lion King where you've been resting and, and sitting beautifully on the, the Queen's throne. The throne, huh? Yes. <laughs> you've been Sarah before for how long now? I have been with the company for going on eight years. Eight Ooh. years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Eight shows a, a week. week. In yes. the Lion King mm-hmm. on that slanted I can't floor. I can even try to do the math. <laughs> like, I can't right. even try to do it's the math. Lot. You've been working. It's my God. My back. And, and I, I will tell you, I'm one of the ones that haven't been there long. My God. Yeah, my, yeah, and my yeah, back yeah. hurt just thinking about it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, for we real. We have full-time PT. We have full-time PT. Yes. But, yeah, well, I've been with the company for almost eight years, and um, it's been a blessing. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. I my journey there was very interesting. Uh Quick funny story. Uh-huh. Come through. Um, when I auditioned for The Lion King back in uh, 2008, something okay. like that. Oh, Lord Jesus. That was 10 years ago. Uh huh. 2007, something around wow. that. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I auditioned for them. I went in and I was like super, super nervous. And I prayed. I was like, Lord, you know, just make my audition memorable. Mm. I go in. Mm-hmm. And belting Aquarius to the moon. Come on. Oh, just and I go in just belting Aquarius <laughs> to the moon. Okay, come on. To the moon. And I faint. <gasps> what? Boom. Hit the hit the floor. <gasps> what? All the way. In mid song? At the end of the song. I hit I hit Aquarius. Uh-huh. Aquarius. Bam. Oh my floor. god. But I was I finished. I finished. I, I looked at the <laughs> finished. I looked at the um piano player because he kept playing. I looked at him and then I the next thing I know, the uh the casting director was at my side, Chandra. Chandra you Chandra? Chandra? Oh my Chandra. goodness. <laughs> what? what? They rushed me to the hospital. Oh my god. Well that was memorable. You might have a Listen, they they ain't never let forgot. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Thanks to me, if you audition for The Lion King on Broadway, you have to sign a waiver when you... Say, <laughs> <laughs> we are not responsible. She said, you're going to feel There's no way. We you are not to... responsible. But yeah, but before I fainted, they they circled callback. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> she said, look, I'm, I'm remembering all and the details. Yes, and they did. They called me back a year later. And like wow. I didn't hear nothing, nothing from them. I went to the hospital. What? A whole came, year? Came to them and was like, "I'm okay. I'm uh-huh. good." You know, I was just nervous and dehydrated, I guess. And you know, I went on by my business. And a year later, 
they contacted me. Wow. And was like, hey. What, what were you doing you? at the time? Where were you at? Like, what? Yeah. I was in San Diego. But life goes on after a year. So I it's mean, like full, full, full force. Full right. Force. Actually, I was, um, I was in Atlanta doing a show with my mentor, Debbie Allen. Mm-hmm. And um, the wonderful, the great, the great Debbie Allen. The great Debbie Allen. And I was doing a show with her called Twist, the American Musical. Mm. And then I came back home to San Diego. Now, wait, now was that a, a, like a version of Oliver Twist? Yes. Okay, perfect. I remember this. Yes. Okay. And then I came back home to San Diego and I was working with my godfather, Ken Page, oh. on Storyville. Godfather Ken Page, who just celebrated 40, 40 years and ain't misbehaving. Yes. Like he's one of the original cast members. <laughs> we'll talk about that well, too. But. <laughs> So I was I was doing that. I was doing those two shows with those amazing people, mm-hmm. not even thinking about the Lion mm-hmm. King, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, just work, trying to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And they called and was like, can you come to New York? And I was like, today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Like, we need you. We need uh-huh. you to come. And it was like final callbacks that they were going through, and they weren't seeing what they needed. And wow. they just called me in. And I came here and got so nervous and bombed the audition. What? Really? The callback. I don't know. I Sometimes I go through this, like, super, super, super nervous thing, and it sometimes for my detriment and I, and I was just like and the casting director came to me he was like look mm-hmm. he was like you can do this I believe in you yeah he was like he yeah he, yeah yeah he cussed me out just to be honest, <laughs> just to be you know like, just, right, right. You, and you he can got, be frank you can be frank here this is open he and like, honest he was like get your shit together mm-hmm. you know like pull and it he, together he was like go back to that hotel come back in the morning and we're gonna do this again like today never happened that wow. is that's nobody and but God. Let me tell because you, that doesn't happen. Let me tell you, I went there, I got in the room, I was like going over everything, doing everything, went back the next day and they hired me. Come through. Wow. <laughs> and you've been there for eight years. And I've ever been since. There ever since. Look at that journey. Oh my god. I'm still gagging over like a year. I, right. And for me, like that's a testament that you never You know. never know. What is yours is yours. Oh, and you, right. And you never know what impression you made on exactly. people. What yeah. you know, what they remember of you. And for the, somebody to remember you a year later. Well, what about that girl that passed out? <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what, what about that girl that passed out? Right. Is she okay? I'm sure that was the house. <laughs> Remember that girl that passed out? Y'all ready to give her that chance? Right. Bring her on in. Let's sure see. enough. Man, that's sure amazing. Enough. Sure enough. And so awesome. since you've been in The Lion King, your life has changed. You, you've grown. You've gotten married. You're, you're about to have a child. But what else has, like, what has The Lion King taught and shown you about, you know, the business, about career, about your talent, about pushing yourself and focus and discipline? What has The Lion King taught you? Well, that's interesting because... Being in a show, being in a long-running show Mm -hmm. is amazing and difficult Mm -hmm. at the same time because you're put into a form that you're supposed to stay with. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a this is a formula that has been created 20 years ago. Right. Uh, before that, 25 years ago, that has been working. And so they don't really necessarily want you to come in there and say, oh, well, I've been, you know, <laughs> working on my theater for 20 years and I'm ready to put my stamp on it. No, the no. stamp is here. They don't right. want you to shake shit up. You know, right. the you stamp is here. You need to come in here. and fill a, fill a form. And fill a form. Mm-hmm. Although they do allow you to be yourself, it's right. still a form that is already presented. So it, that's kind of difficult as an artist yeah. when you're like, I'm amazing. I can sing all this. I can do all these vocal acrobatics. And yeah. I can, you know, mm-hmm. I have super amazing acting chops. And they're just like, but this oh, is, we don't, this we is don't what care it about is. That, girl. Right. 
You know, so this I, is where you're going to use them. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> here it is right here. And you know, what? I had to. It's a humbling experience when you're like, I know that I'm great and I know that I can do A, B and C. And mm-hmm. they're like, we only want you to do D. Mm. Yeah, that I, I didn't even say I could do D, but Ooh. OK, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, this is it. And so I, I growing in as an artist and just like as a person it just was again a humbling experience and learning that like learning my greatness within guidelines yeah mm-hmm. and being able to still emote and create and feel like I'm being fulfilled as an as a performer mm-hmm. eight times a week mm-hmm. <laughs> year in year out and not feeling like I'm being drained or I'm just like clocking in or you right. know mm-hmm. that type of thing you know I I had a director <clears throat> excuse me tell me once you know this this don't come in here if you ain't ready to do the work mm-hmm. because this could be someone's first time ever Ooh. seeing sh- a show yeah. a Broadway show at that and it could be someone's last time Ooh. wow if you know, That's and so you could real. take take that however it may be because yeah. they can't afford it, because yeah. they may not live to see another day, right. whatever it may be, and that struck me mm-hmm. hard. And so, like, I'm like, you know what? That's right. <laughs> that is that's big because you never know, like like, like you said, that you never know the impact that you're leaving yeah. on someone's Definitely. you know final days or their you know their first theater experience. experience. That is. Mm-hmm. Powerful, and my and then I think about myself and like you know my mother was a, a community theater director, so I've been around theater literally my entire life. Right, and but it wasn't until I saw Mama, I want to sing, mm-hmm. which was a old old I say country play mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually still running right now to this day in Harlem, <laughs> and it, it is and. Wow. Um, it's a, the Mama I Want to Sing Foundation. They took it and they're still, they're still running with it. But it was a seeing that little black girl on stage, and she had to be no more than eight or nine mm-hmm. at the time, and seeing her, and I'm like, okay, that's that's me. That like I can do, I can do, I can really do this. And this is something my mother had been teaching and showing mm-hmm. and doing all, all my whole life. But it wasn't until I saw somebody who would look like me, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh wait. I can do this. I do want to do this. So now that I'm in that position, I'm like, I, there's so many kids that come to the show yeah. that, you know, may see other shows, but seeing an actual representation of themselves, right. it's like, that's a, that's a, that's a, a weight, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> to carry. And that's what we were talking about, too, last week with, you know, with, with um, Aisha Jackson and Frozen mm-hmm. and Jelani. Um, in Frozen and, and those those particular characters that we don't those characters that we don't necessarily see um, ourselves in mm-hmm. um, you know on the big screen and because they're right. usually Caucasian or you know they're they're drawn Caucasian because they are caricatures they're yeah. they're cartoons mm-hmm. um, so that's definitely important and I think that that's a big big thing for for us to be able to see ourselves and know that it's real and it's possible because I get so many messages from people saying I'm now studying theater because I know that it's possible by right. seeing Broadway Black and mm-hmm. seeing Chandra Prophet and Lion King yeah. those are the types of things definitely. that sort of change the narrative for people and seeing black gay men in in on in stories yeah mm-hmm. um, reflected, on the stage being existing. reflected yeah we need that that's yeah. important um so yeah, like so you've been just you've been at home. What do you do this week? Like since you're like, are you at the show still? Are you still doing the show? I am still doing the show. 
Go off. I am six months pregnant, and that's I what I'm saying. Like, how are you still doing a show in your six months? Listen, I am so grateful for the Lion King because they are one of the shows that really promote pregnancy, and like they support, okay, let's talk about they support that. you a hundred percent throughout your pregnancy, and like as long as you are healthy and willing mm-hmm. to still come to work. They'll have you. And can fit, mm-hmm. and can fit, fit your the costume. <laughs> <laughs> that look. Because you're thin. Now, you're, oh, you're a thin you, six honey. months. Thank you, honey. Thank <laughs> 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 you, Now, you the <laughs> That last one, yeah. I know that's right. You better, you better yeah. feel it. <laughs> you better operate in that. Walk in it. Come yes. on. But Some days do. I'm you like, look good. Girl. You look really, really good. And so I, I'd like to say to hear you say that you're six months is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And you're still working are there anything that's different or anything that's changed that you feel is oh, like yeah. there it's, I'm a lot slower <laughs> I mean a lot slower and you know with me I'm like I try to get there I try to do it I'm mm-hmm. like quick I'm like and now I'm like okay wait a minute let's let's um Five, give me five minutes. Can, mm-hmm. can we come back in five minutes? Mm-hmm. Or just like my trajectory of the show, like from my opening number to the closing, like how I used to do things is real different right wow. now. Mm-hmm. I take the long route instead of running down the stairs or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just moving a little bit slower, but, you know, it's okay. Yeah. As long as they're willing to work with me, I'm, I'm going to be there. Well, and you said you were really grateful for The Lion King because of that, but we know from previous experiences and previous actresses that have come out and said they were pregnant and things that have happened where we know that that is not always the case, case. Um, particularly with Shuffle Along with Audra McDonald being pregnant and they closed the, the show, show. Yeah. and they tried to file insurance claim on her and say that that she was uh, that she had a, a pretty much like an illness or that she was um, it was an unexpected um, occurrence for That's her to so be pregnant um, and so that caused the show to That's close ridiculous. because the show could not go on without her star power there was no one else that could bring in the ticket sales the way that Audra McDonald would and it, that show has so much star power it I did. mean the story every itself single was person a star. in there was a star yeah, yeah. every single person and it was so full like right so it was, full. just I mean Billy Porter uh, 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 Brandon Victor Dixon Joshua Henry Brian Stokes Brian Mitchell Stokes. <laughs> right like what is happening adrian warren yes. uh, 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 ambry mine yes like mm-hmm. we had so many people in there that were just really phenomenal and that ensemble that ah that that big tap number like there were so many different things that just really just set them apart that it was just unfortunate that it came during the same season as hamilton because i think that that's what really outshined it yeah um hamilton was such a big phenomenon yeah. mm-hmm. that nobody had the 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 bandwidth mm-hmm. to give to shuffle along I except agree. for us who were really just excited about it and knew that it was happening and trying to keep it alive right. we didn't even get a cast album I from know. this show oh, we didn't did we did we? not because scott rudin um is an asshole he did. <laughs> um scott rudin is an asshole um he just just that's my opinion from the the businesses that he from the business that he has done on Broadway and the shows that he's produced um there's never a press line so we listen we, we miss a lot of opportunities to really get to know some of those uh, ensemble members and those supporting role actors um in those shows because he feels as though and I shouldn't I can't speak for him I don't know what he feels but it seems as though because he has the star power above the um, above the marquee that he feels that it it just looks like he doesn't want to to do press mm-hmm. and it almost like he doesn't have to because mm-hmm. he has Bette Midler or Denzel above the marquee yeah. and that's what sells that the name so the what's the point of doing a red carpet mm-hmm. um, wow. I get that in business mode um, but we also are people 
And I think that, that that's a doing a disservice because I still want to know who are the ensemble members in Hello Dolly. Yeah. They are working. Mm. I know them, you know, because personally. I know them personally. Yeah. But like, what about those particular people? And it's almost like that. It doesn't even matter um, to the productions that he produces just because the star power is there. And that's unfortunate. We lose out on a lot of knowledge um, because of that. We, 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 we'll never see Hello, Dolly costumes or any any type of those things like behind the stage features or mm-hmm. anything with the shows that he produces because he keeps it so close and tight knit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get the Beyonce of it. You know, so I really <laughs> do. I do get the Beyonce of it. I get it. Like it's a business. I get that. Um, but it's it's we're losing out on inspiring a, a whole generation of people. Right. Especially the people who don't know those who names. Who don't know. And who don't care about those names. Yeah. There's some people that don't care about those there names. There are people who are like, Bernadette who? Right. <laughs> Especially like our generation. Right. Like, the Bernadette younger Peters, people. Like, mm-hmm. They're like, what? And that's so sad. Don't, <laughs> I know. That's sad. That's, that's <laughs> right, sad in right. itself. But it is just, it's sad. true, though. There's a lot of people who don't know the older right. greats and especially, in Broadway. I mean, even black black people. Yeah. Like, tell them mm-hmm. who Bernadette Peters is. like, huh? The stepmama from uh, Brandy Cinderella. Right. Uh, then they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, you got to go in like that. Like, oh, I know her. I know what you're yeah. talking about. I liked her. She good. She good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's stuff like that. But, like, we're, we're missing out. And so that's just unfortunate that we don't get to see, um, you know, people like that. But going back to the pregnancy of it all, uh, that was an issue that closed that particular show. Also, Renee, you know, you were saying that Renee Elise Goldsberry. Yeah, um, she, she uh, Renee was a Nala in, in Lion King. She was Nala. Oh, she was also wow. in uh, The Color Purple. She was... Um, she was uh, Nettie. Nettie in the, the original Color Purple. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she, I, I, she said that she was, you know, trying to have babies and doing all, you know, that kind of stuff. And it just is, it's such a taboo conversation about pregnancy and working and especially being a headliner in a show mm-hmm. and whatever that people don't want to no, they don't want that yeah that's so crazy and like, it, it blows my mind and, and, and then also like I know this is me coming from like a male privilege space in terms of thinking of this because for me that sounds absolutely crazy right um, mm-hmm. but I would imagine like on the like other side of it's like oh this is how it is like right. yeah, I, I because know this. I mean because a lot of times plays and, and the, the rehearsal schedule is very strict it's, yeah. it's, it, there's no leniency unless you're a name and remember you were talking right. about that last week about like people being names and they're able to get things you better come things. on and listen to the come show on, come on I do now. yes I'm a fan I'm a fan yes <laughs> but you know it's so true like my, my, one of my mentors Debbie Allen like she had Vivian strapped to her back mm-hmm. in rehearsals for uh, uh, Sweet Charity. Wow. You know, she was just like, this is good. This is a part of me. So right. you yeah. want, want me, me. you're going to have to take yeah. this baby. Come on. You know, but we don't, some of us don't have that pool to yeah. say that or, you know, or don't feel like you can. Right. Some of them were bold and mm-hmm. able to do that. Man, but that's, I, I didn't even know Debbie Allen did that. Mm-hmm. Come and it's on. so frustrating, like putting limitations on an individual's ability. Right. right, like not even allowing them the, to opportunity. Have the opportunity. Because the way Audra was up there tap dancing on that Tony Awards with that big old belly boy and kicking that his and leg, kicking yeah. that never leg, known. you would have never, My known. God. never known. Like you I cannot. Known. And believe. I think that's the skill. And like that's right. where like, wow, you right. got that. You got it. You got it. Like you can't deny when you Mm-mm. see something like that. You cannot deny. So that's why I'm so baffled as to why this conversation is still happening. Because when you yeah. see something like that, you can't deny that it's possible. But then we also right. know that everybody. Everybody's not Audra. 
Right. And that's another mm-hmm. thing too. And so that's that's the difficulty of it. It's yeah. like where where do you give the leniency at? Because if you do it for one, you have to do it for all. Well, see, I understand the 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 side of it of like if if you're in a show and you physically can't be pregnant mm-hmm. in the show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the script of the show you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like that type of situation but when you have costumes that you can expand and you can't right. see it you know like people there are people in color purple that were pregnant there are people in other shows right. that, that were pregnant that they're wearing bigger stuff that you can't see right. and notice mm-hmm. that they're pregnant like what is the problem that's my thing. I don't get it either yeah. um, I guess people are scared that you know the call outs or you know the the Sickness, or right. you know, having to you know be extra comforting, or you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think it's dumb because I mean, women get pregnant; mm-hmm. it's right. a part of life. It's a part of life, and <laughs> we all know that. Like that's how we all got here. Like somebody, mama pushed you out. Right. Like, Boom. I just don't like. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Like the baby, like the baby hit the floor or something. <laughs> what? Nigga, <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's awesome. <laughs> but I, I, that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm, I'm so grateful. So so grateful for my job because literally, mm. literally, it's. I mean, the women in my show, we. It's like a million of us. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Pride Lands. It's literally the Pride Lands. So <laughs> I mean, shout out to shout out to the women of the Lion King because for for real, like they're all mothers. Yeah. Mm. Everyone is mothers. And they've been there for years. You were mm-hmm. saying you went on the for new ones. Years. Yeah. For years, like our Rafiki. Oh, like had, what's her name? Shout her out. I have a list. Let me well, come on, come, come on with the list. Yes, be prepared. Listen, Shout the people out. My girls, my girls of the Lion King, Jackie Renee, Angelica, mm-hmm. who both have twins. Wow, pregnant in the show with twins. Wow, doing the show as long as they could do it mm-hmm. with twins, pregnant with twins. Yes. That is crazy. Lindy Way and Teddy Sang and Teddy Sang was Rafiki when she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and she did her whole. She was eight and a half months when she left. Oh my King. God! Pregnant? How? How did? What? What was she doing? Because she, she definitely wasn't no gazelle. No, she was Rafiki. <laughs> she was. She was lead. I mean, she. Whoa. She ain't jumping. But then there are. We do have gazelles that were Natalie. One of our swings in the show. Willow. Oh my God! One of our swings in the show. They were seven and a half, eight months pregnant. Still, they don't. They don't shun it. They don't cover it. They're, the belly is shown. Like in the show. like the the animal is pregnant. Yes. Oh my! That is beautiful. You better use it. Oh my God! <laughs> You better use it. And, uh, but, and, that just and, did something to me. My but spirit. But then also, like, to, to going back to when you said everybody the circle is of life. Audra, yes, everyone isn't. But then everyone has the possibility yes. to be able to showcase and deserves the opportunity. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, like, to hear you list these names is like it's possible. Because my roommate in college, my roommate Sade McAllister, who's hey. an amazing. Hey, Sade, I love you. Yes. yes. <laughs> my roommate, we were roommates in college, <laughs> and she's also a Broadway star. She was in Motown the Musical. Oh, she's also yes. done a, a, the Motown National Tour and some several other things. She's actually doing a show in D.C. right now, I believe. Oh, I'm so happy to hear um, that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy yeah. for her. I can't wait to go see it. Um, she was pregnant when we were roommates in college, mm-hmm. and I remember her. She had her own dance troupe. We were actually uh, in the middle of um, rehearsing for shows. I think, I don't know if we were doing Color Museum at that time. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember, but we were we were roommates, and she Just was. Real quick, can you tell me who you are in Color Museum? <laughs> can you, you say that for me, real quick? Because you, you already know who it was. <laughs> Some people may not know; they want to know. The name's Miss Raj. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, I won't go into that. Anyway. But one day, I, one day I might give you the monologue. I'm and ready. You better flip that here. I'm ready. That. <laughs> right? Oh, you saw it. You I'm, peeped, right? <laughs> Why y'all fall right into it? Yes. Thank you to Dwandra Lampkin for, for coaching me in that. That was my acting coach in college. But um, Sade, she had her own dance troupe, Rhythms mm. Dance Troupe. She was also, I was the president of the fashion organization on campus called Trends of Essence. You know, we did our black black fashion shows, and Ooh, I was the president. Live. Um, but I had I'm her. living right now. Live. Listen, for the I, name alone. Okay. Trends of essence. Of essence, honey. <laughs> Trends with a Z. That sounds like black people did that. Okay, you know the black people did that. Trends of essence with a Z. Yes, that's my people. Listen, and our stuff was cold. Do you hear me? When I came in, I did a whole new construction team. I had everybody in hard hats. We are under construction. Yeah, because I whipped them into shape. Do I you hear me? I can't take I'm, it. I, I have to show you the photo shoot. We thought we was. We thought we was doing it. Do you when hear you're me? We're talking about themes. That's a thing. Listen, okay. That's under construction was the thing. Because we're working. And they were in. With an listen, we okay. had caution tape dresses and, and tube tops and, and cones. You know, you got hard hats and hammers. You know what I'm saying? We oh was in there. Goodness. I need to see everything. We was doing every video. I need to see it all. And you know how you pose with the hat. You gotta, yeah, you got to lean forward. Right. right. <laughs> Put your head, tilt you your head to the side. <laughs> you got to really get into it. I but we did. Really, but I, I, had, I had Sade on the runway mm. doing our lingerie scene with mm. a full pregnant Ooh, belly. It was beautiful. Yes. Oh, and she, you know, she walks. I know. So she's beautiful. a dancer at heart. You know, she's a dancer first, but she mm. sings and she's actually an amazing triple threat, but she's a dancer. So her grace Ooh. is just so beautiful. And with her pregnant stomach, I will never forget mm. it. She had me living. I said, you this is this that. is the show of my dreams with eat all this, <laughs> with all this uh, smoke, this fake smoke coming out. And yes, yes we had it happening. That was just everything. But I, I was amazed that. by her. She was still dancing. She was, I mean, up until she had the baby. I can mm-hmm. remember her walking in, like, just coming in from dance rehearsal, going to the bathroom, and, and, and then coming back. And about an hour or two later, she said, oh, Andrew, my water broke. <gasps> and I said, oh, my God. Do I need to pull the car around? Where's the bag? You got a bag uh-huh. or something? She said, no, I just need you to get out of my face. <laughs> I need you to get out of my face and leave me alone. I said, I had to leave the house. Really? I had to leave because mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not equipped for, for right, children right. and babies, and especially at that time, I was smoking a lot of weed, and you know, I was like, it was I was in college because you know in college I was going through some some things, and we'll yeah. talk about that too mm-hmm. at a, a later time. But um, you know, I was smoking a lot of weed, and like I couldn't believe that she was about to have a baby, and so I had to leave so I could smoke cigarettes because I couldn't like deal with the pressure and the anxiety of all because she wasn't yeah, trying to leave the house uh-huh. right now. Yeah, like she wasn't trying to leave. I guess you were not supposed to leave right away and like I had seen too many movies but right. I was impressed for her to be able to rehearse and and still function and like all through mm-hmm. her in pregnancy like she did not stop. We were still in school yes. and she was going mm-hmm. to class and like they were I mean she was doing a final and, and like a dance final and stuff and she was pregnant like yeah. huge. So yeah. that's Amazing what women, especially I think black women, yeah. are capable of when they are put in positions because I don't think she really had a choice right. at that moment. Mm. Right. Um, she had to get that degree. School was yeah. not stopping because she was pregnant. Right. You know, her organization wasn't stopping because she was pregnant. Your jobs don't stop nope. because you're pregnant. So nope. you have to, life goes on and you life have to keep moving. On. And I think that we need to be as a, a society, especially in the theater community, more supportive of the beauty of life. And especially as artists, because that's what we, we, we sacrifice so much as artists for, you know, uh, uh, 
for away from our families. We sacrifice, you know, holidays mm-hmm. and and uh, special moments. And so there has to be some way that we can sort of rally around each other and support building a family mm-hmm. uh, with within um, our work our work selves. You right. know what I mean? Like right. I don't know. I'm rambling, but that's just where I was at with that. No, no, I, get I, it. I, I get agree. it. I agree. <laughs> we said Come on, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that means you touched a chord. You touched a chord. And like I think about uh, my best friend uh, Angel Bryce. Back when I thought I was somebody's director. Uh, no, you're still somebody's director. Don't act like you're somebody's director. You're somebody's director, somebody's uh, actor. Right. Somebody's writer. Right. Come Ooh. on. <laughs> and so uh, I was directing uh, a play of mine um, a, f- a couple of years ago, maybe like almost 10 years ago. Uh, she was my assistant director, and she was just as pregnant as she wanted to be. Mm. But she was there yeah. being able to do like everything that like not just I needed, but that the stories needed, that, mm. that the actors needed, being able to like work with groups of actors and be able to just like block things and do like do all of these things so and I, I bring that up just to talk about like the fullness of uh, within theater and within art and how like not just with like actors or dancers but even individuals yeah. like behind the scenes think mm-hmm. about like directors think about like producers and just being able to show like a multitude of these women right. who exist mm-hmm. who can be able to bear life and, and right. they can run the theater in so many different facets while being eight months pregnant. And bringing a different right. perspective exactly. to the to the to the piece because how are we you know portraying and and writing characters that are mothers and and motherly figures if mm-hmm. we are not being able to experience that for ourselves right. as, as artists yeah, that's, right. that's ridiculous to me it. and value exactly. it um the yeah in it. yes we we mm-hmm. have to do better about that um but let's keep it moving um yeah. oh, I didn't say what I was doing this what happened with me this week I just want to briefly talk about um so I just started a nonprofit. Yes. Um it is called Be Way Black. Mm-hmm. Um that sounds like Broadway Black, mm-hmm. but it is Be Way Black. So B E. So I want to I um it. I have created an environment for kids. And this past year I told you that I was doing a lot of educational programming. That's what I took the time away from Broadwayblack.com, uh the media platform to be able to do this. And so I've sort of developed that that um, format um, and I'm excited about it. So I've, I've created this nonprofit called Be Way Black um, where we just facilitate uh, workshops and series of workshops um, and and organize getting kids together to get the experience and the resources that they need in order to succeed on stage. Nice. That is ultimately my entire um, goal and my mission. That's and whatever amazing. that entails is I'm still discovering. So mm-hmm. this past week we did a talk back, um, took about 20 kids. Um, one of my former... Um, I'll say this. One of my former uh, staff writers, she's a teacher. She um, works at a school in New Jersey. And she reached out to me and said, hey, I'm trying to get these kids to go to Once on this Island. So she did a whole GoFundMe, um, pushed that, got all the money that she needed. And then she came to me and said, hey, I really want the kids to be able to experience um, something with the kids. And she said, I know that you know know how to do that and that you have the connections to do that. So I would really love to make that happen. I said, okay. Right. I wish you gave me a little bit more time to put it together. Right. Um, but we're going to make it happen. And so we did. And we you know pulled it together in, the, in a couple of days. And um, I was very happy happy with it because I just reached out to friends just reached out to people and say hey I just need you to come through if you can and we're they providing came and they came through mm-hmm. Amber came through I, you know all the people I mentioned you know Antoine L. Smith and um, Anissa Felix from Donna from Donna Donna Summer Musical mm-hmm. and so they all came through and just really had some really great advice and the kids were hungry mm-hmm. they were eager to learn and they were asking some really phenomenal questions if you got a chance to see the live stream you can catch it out on um, on Broadway Black it was on the uh, IG story so it was mm-hmm. on the IG live 
Um, so hopefully you got the chance to see that. And I'll also post something on the, the website tomorrow about it. But, um, yeah, so I just want to be able to do more of that and facilitate, facilitate more of that and also, you know, eventually have a, a summer camp for kids and things of that nature. That. So that's what my goal is. And so I started that, um, gathering a team and a board for that. And, you know, we have so many different things in the works. So this week has been a little crazy for me. Along with that, um, I just signed on to be a press agent for a new musical called Emoji Land. Oh, wow. Um, that's going to be at the uh, at Nymph, uh, which mm-hmm. is a New York music festival, mm-hmm. um, musical festival this summer. Um, and so I'm really excited about that. It's a really great musical. It's not something that you would normally see or expect to see. And when you hear emoji, you're like, a musical about emojis? Like, right. <laughs> um, it just it just was like, it was interesting to me. And I was like, I was really like, okay, I'm not really here for this white shit. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to really get with this. But I actually really enjoyed the music. I really enjoyed the script. And so I'm excited to to help, you know, uh, fuel it along and, and, and talk about it and, and get people to come and see it. And so y'all coming. Come through emojis. Okay. Y'all don't, yeah, you, you coming. I'll come. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> come through um, emojis. So I'm excited. my favorite emojis up in there. Yeah, like I'm hoping to see some of mine too. Like, you know, you know I like the shit emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so My favorite emoji is the girl with the red dress. Yes. 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 What's your favorite emoji? I don't know. I think I always send the one that's like uh, <laughs> with the like, shoulders with up. The shoulders the up like, I don't know. Girl. Uh, yeah. And I, is, I live with the side eye emoji. Oh, I definitely. Oh, I like oh, the I eyes. Like the, I like the side eye one too. Yeah. I send that a lot. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I like the shit emoji because I'm always telling somebody I'm the shit. Okay. So I always right. use that. Okay. That's like one of my Don't like do. at the beginning. Like, <laughs> right. I guess I always send out the heart emoji. I send a heart emoji a lot. I think everybody do that. The yeah. kiss emoji a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the side eye. Because you and the you're arms like. Right. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. know girl. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Oh, speaking of something else that I went to this week, I went to go see this immersive theater experience um, at Harlem Parish mm-hmm. in Har- uh, in Harlem, of course. Um, at Harlem Parish, it was like a church, and I was outside of the building. And I was like, I don't know what this is about to be, or what this is giving me right now. I wasn't really like, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. sold on it because I'm just now getting back into it, and I'm, I'm I feel like my radar is off, like my gauge of what's good and what's not. Because really? I usually be able to like really tell, like, oh, I'm not going to see this. Uh-huh. Like, oh no, 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 I'm not uh-huh. spending my time on this. Yeah, yeah. So I usually have a really good gauge, and I feel like it's off a little bit because. Um, I just I'm, I'm I don't know what's happening anymore. Like I got outside this. Yeah, I got I'm getting back into it, but I I got outside this venue. I'm looking like, oh god, I don't know what's about to happen here. Um, but we got into the venue, and we went down. And it was like a little basement, and inside of it, it was like a it's like a church. Um, it's a church. It is a church, a but it was yeah, it's a parish, mm-hmm. and so it was. Um, but they built a set in like the basement and the upper floor, so it was two floors and it was immersive. And we got to like uh, go into like this this doctor's office and like these different scenes and these bedrooms, and it was just an amazing experience. But the 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 foundation of it is is by um, Viv Healthcare, so they mm-hmm. created this play about um, basically about uh, the the experience of black gay men and and getting tested for HIV Mm -hmm. and that experience and their stories Mm -hmm. and how that um, affects their lives and the people that they love and and, um, that's so deep it was really really deep I didn't know where this was going I was like what is this it was totally unexpected but it was it was a 
I went with for opening night, and it was a group of um, black gay men. Mm-hmm. So it was a, just a bunch of black gay men. Um, I was invited by Emil Whippikin, mm-hmm. um, who was the um, mm-hmm. who was the head of Vibe magazine at, at the time when that was really large. And now he's uh, has an organization called Native Son, mm-hmm. um, and Native Son pretty much just inspires and lifts up um, us as black gay men mm-hmm. and brings us together as community. And so that's what that's what this was. And this play was like directly centered around you know stuff that that affects us mm-hmm. um, family and and uh, health um, and relationships mm-hmm. and how we deal and how we lie and how we tell the truth to each other mm-hmm. and it was just wow. an amazing overall experience and I was blown away mm-hmm. like you know, it's very hard to do immersive theater experience. Sometimes they scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I'm I like, mean, just don't touch me, y'all. Yeah, right, right. Please, I mean, it, it was a little me, scary, y'all. right? It was uh-huh. a little scary. You know, some of that little dry ice was in there, was getting in my throat. I'm thinking, <laughs> Lord oh, have God. mercy. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was, and it was dark and stuff. But it was, it was cute and it was fun, um, and it was just eye opening to to see this uh, happening. And some of the actors were really great. Now, I wouldn't say, you know, there was some difficulties there with with believability and and process and. Um, just, just the the process. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being nice. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm like, like this struggle right now. I was already taken out of. There was some difficulties in believability. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all, he's trying no, so hard. I am trying really hard. There was some difficulty. I'm using that from now on, people. I see your difficulties in believability. <laughs> Because you know the things will take you out. You know that will take yes. you out of the whole piece. Completely. But you have to sort of stay immersed. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to sort of make yourself stay immersed. And so you know I'm a really big, I'm a stickler about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I need Me truth. Too. I need I need realness. I have to have, you know, and we're sitting right in your face. Like, mm-hmm. we're literally right here on the couch next to you while you're talking to your scene partner who is supposed to be your mama. It it is it was it was an interesting. The set was beautiful though. Mm-hmm. The set was amazing. Like I can't even tell you like the neon lights they used, just the elements, the posters, the contemporary with, and how they had us all just watching the show in these different scenes. The setup was awesome to me. I just really loved that. Nice. Um, and the story itself, um, the base and the, the root of the story was really good too. And, and I, sh- I guess I should tell y'all what it's called. Um, and is but it it's still called- running? It is still running. We're actually going to give away two tickets to this show. It's called As Much As I Can. So we're going to be doing a giveaway. You have to find that on broadwayblack.com. You can find it in the giveaway section. Um, So we're going to give away two tickets. We're actually doing a lot of giveaways this week because we're coming back. Like the the website is relaunching. Mm -hmm. Um, And now y'all give me some time, though, because I'm still working with a new team. So I'm trying to produce content for this Mm -hmm. new season and make sure that we're... uh, She gave me the emoji. (laughs) The emoji. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She got the eyes and everything. I don't know. Oh, no. no. <laughs> and then Juju dropped his emoji because I'm right. Okay. So we can do it. And I come, Adele, Adele, with my red dress. But, yeah, so this show is called As Much As I Can. Um, it is happening right now. We'll be giving away two tickets, so check it out on broadwayblack.com. But if you get the chance, really go by there. Um, it is selling out really quickly, so oh, these two really tickets dope. might be the only chance that you have to see it. Um, so that means you better get on broadwayblack.com. Exactly, exactly. So make sure you check it out. But I just really wanted to shout out to uh, Viv Healthcare. I think that's how you said it. Either Viv or Vive Healthcare. That's so dope. Um, and that immersive theater experience and the cast of As Much As I Can. Um, there's one, how, how, howsoever, Come there on. is one actor on there that is just giving me my entire life. I love that. He plays the matriarch, this is Mother's Day, the matriarch of the, um, of the show. And it mm. is a, a drag queen. Mm. Um, and he's 
just big and vibrant. And actually, come to find out that he's a straight man. Really? No. I did not believe it. Because in the immersive experience, I sat right next to him. Really? Um, you know, at the, when we walked into the club, because there's a nightclub scene. So you get to go to the club, and they pass out shots, and, you know, uh -huh. they give you, you know, a drink or whatever. At the parish? Like real drinks? No, it's Kool-Aid. Um, oh. It's Kool-Aid. But it's supposed to be like, as far as far as the, the scene is what concerned, yeah. what it's supposed to be is a nightclub, and so they're giving you a shot, so everybody gets a shot to take yeah. with the, the cast as they're, like, celebrating something. Um, and so he was in it, though. He was, and he he had a scene where he was inside the, the bathroom, and he was looking in the mirror, and he was singing Sam Cooke's Change Gonna Come, mm -hmm. and he was like, he's singing, that's mm -hmm. okay, he's singing. And he went into a monologue, and it was just, it was real. And actually, it re reminded me of Colored Museum, the way the mm -hmm. vignettes were set up when we were moving around. Mm -hmm. But the way he was in that monologue, like, it gave me chills at certain wow. points. And then one time he looked at me and he said, because he was basically talking about him losing all of his friends mm -hmm. and, you know, to the to the virus and, and that experience. And he was just basically saying, you know, I lost this one and this one. And he said, so what you going to do? And he looked at me. Wow. And I said, keep living. He said, I know that's right. Wow. <laughs> and like, it was, it like, it yeah, chilled me. I that. Um, it was just really beautiful. That was one of the most touching moments for me, um, just because it, it was, felt like it was directly to mm -hmm. me. Ooh, um, I love that. And, and just, yeah, it was, so it was overall just a really great experience. And, and after that, I went over to see Cindy Winters, who does Broadway Noir. Yeah. I think this is her last week doing it. Um, I think so, yeah. But we're in the talks of sort of taking something over and sort of working with her and sort of developing something new for Tuesday night. So I'm excited about nice. that. Yes, nice. um, But that was at Minton's Harlem. And so try to check her out this week, last night on uh, Tuesday night. And uh, it's a great, great venue, great set. Cindy sings. When we walked in, she was singing... Uh, Asias, a chandelier. Ah, ah, whatever she, that is. That's one of my favorite songs that she sings, actually. <clears throat> really? But she does it so, like, just... Effortlessly. Oh, like her... The, and it's not just coming it's not at you, regular, crashing right. at you. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's from the like chandelier. Yes. The chandelier. Like, she uh -huh. just goes... Like, she goes into it like the... The way she brings it down to, and then she like slows it down, and like it's really soft and melodic. Her, like her, mm. her thing is jazz. Yes, so it's so putting, jazzy. She's exactly. putting the jazz edge on it, and it's yeah, so I can't do it. Like I tried just to do it, and I just, I just failed. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I can't really do it because. But Cindy, come on and sing the come song on, for Cindy. Because um, she Cindy? does that. So yes. congratulations to her. So that's what I did along with the the uh, workshop that we did and saw Danye this week. I love seeing Danye. Like I really do love yeah. seeing him. We've seen each other so much now. I uh, know you mad. No. Okay. You mad? <laughs> <laughs> what you want to say? <laughs> yeah, nigga, I don't want to see you no more. <laughs> you mad? <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not Brandon, but no, oh, hey, Brandon. <laughs> that's his husband. That's your husband. I'm the only one in here that's not married. Hello. Oh. Hi. Hi, I'm I'm the only one not married. Dang, it got quiet. Everyone. <laughs> my name is Drew Shade. Ooh. Hi. You gotta put on your, you gotta put on your you gotta put on that voice. Right. Hey, what's going on everybody? My name is Drew Shade. I'm single and ready to mingle. I'm really looking to uh find someone that likes long walks in the parks, nights of the theater and dinner. Uh just the two of us by candlelight with a nice steak and a glass of champagne. Can you handle it? <laughs> was that good? That was good. That was good for her. <laughs> Can you handle it? Took me out. Can you handle it? Well, okay, okay. You about to get that phone? That phone, that phone, that phone, that blinking right now. Two, you see? Six, zero, four, three, eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> the question that we're going to start getting at was about Drew. Okay. And when can I go and, out and with him? that's fine. We okay. can make it a whole segment. Listen. We can make it a whole segment. I need a date or something. Shoot. Listen. Something. Because niggas out here is clowning. I just told you about that just yesterday when I was going off on this nigga. That, that thought that I was like, I don't know who you thought that Drew I was. Drew cracking me up when he well, go because, off. Okay, well, okay, let's talk about this. Like, okay. dating in this scene, because I really want to talk about how you guys met your partners, too, mm-hmm. because dating in this particular industry is very difficult. At least for me, it is because I, I deal with people that think that I am somebody that they can, that will do something for them, that will yeah. do something for their career. And I'm just mm-hmm. carving out a space for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. carving out a space that I can actually operate in and work in and thrive in and and make money in. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not trying to make careers. I'm giving black people the, the the press that they need, and eventually that might lead to a career, but that's not my focus. Right. My focus is to, to inspire the youth and inspire people that are coming up that it is possible to work in this industry and survive and be able to have a sustaining career. Because, you know, a lot of times we get scared, especially as black people, that we're not going to have the money that we need to retire, that we're not going right. to have because we don't have that, that income. We don't have that that family history mm-hmm. and that legacy of money. Mm-hmm. So I want black people to, to know that we can still survive in this industry and work and and, and be able to do what our hearts tell us to do yeah. um, and, and be okay with that. And then also you provide community, right? Community. But, of community. But let right, me say this. Well. I've, I've, like I said, I've worked with in, in this particular industry and I've always promoted community. That's mm-hmm. been my thing. And I guess I've been trying to figure out exactly how to do that um, in this in this space and in this mm-hmm. community of people. But there are a lot of people that say that they want community and unity that they do that they don't. Yeah. They, don't they do not want it. it. They don't understand what it is yeah. Ooh, and they don't want to try. Exactly. We they don't want to try to understand what it is. They don't right. want to do the work yeah. that, mm-hmm. that it takes to be a community. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like you said, the Pride Lens at, at Lion mm-hmm. King, you could not survive your job without the help of your community. community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it. I cannot survive. And that's the reason why, another reason why I took a long break. I cannot survive if I'm constantly being drained from, if nobody mm-hmm. in my community is uplifting and yeah. supporting me and, and each other. Mm-hmm. Like, my job is harder if you guys don't support each other. Yeah. Because then they will say to me, well, you're doing all this work and they're still not supporting right. each mm-hmm. other. Look at so, your people. Look at your look people. At your, yeah. like, look at your people. Mm-hmm. So that makes my job harder. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do not want community. So it's difficult for me to be able to decipher who's coming to me because they're interested in who I am as a person or they're coming to me because they think that I can provide something for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have been burned in that aspect. Yeah. I've also been burned, you know, even with people that don't um, that don't work in the business, me trying to date outside of the business, people don't understand how it works, yeah. that I am con- constantly mm-hmm. working. working. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we go yeah. out and I'm into the city and we could go to dinner, I might run into somebody that I know and I might end up at that moment working for 30 minutes because we need to have a conversation. Right. We need to have something going on. Like, anything could happen. Yeah. Literally, anything could happen at the drop of a dime. A drop of a dime. Time. Yeah, yeah. y'all know I'll be shuffling up my words. I think I need to because I talk so fast. Mm-hmm. I have to slow it down and really like think about my words and be intentional. That's what Andre DeShields taught me. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Andre DeShields. I ran into him on a platform, a uh, subway platform, one day, and he just you run into everybody. He inspires my whole entire Reporting. life. Like 
I just can't even tell you how often he just lifts me up. Like, as soon as I see him, and I was like, you got your grapefruit? Because he eats grapefruit <laughs> to keep himself living long. He said, yes, I sure do. And he always, boom, takes us. <laughs> do this boom you one more time. Boom. boom. <laughs> do this boom one more time. Boom. No, I'm not really saying do it one more time. I'm not boom. <laughs> when he say do it one more time, I'm going to do it one more time. I'm not really meaning do it one more time. Let me stop. But yeah, so I'm, I say all that to say that it's difficult for me today because people that work outside of the industry don't understand what it is that I do and how this business operates and people mm-hmm. in the industry think that I can do something for them. Mm. Um, and I was just having a long conversation with Christopher, um, mm-hmm. who is who was the star of Modern Day Black Gay. We were all, that's how me and Danya met. Yeah. Um, and so we were all kicking in yesterday. It was just like, yes, it's difficult. So how did you all meet who you meet? And, you know, because your wife's not in the business and, and your husband sort of is, is Sort of, kind of, yes right. and a no. Uh, so Brandon <laughs> and I met through a mutual friend. This is before I moved up here. Um... And so this this mutual friend who I was hanging with was like, hey, do you mind if my friend comes? And I was like, yeah. And it was, I, this is about to sound super duper cheesy, y'all. <laughs> super duper cheesy. But it was like, I feel like I know him. Mm-hmm. Like, he felt so familiar. Mm. He felt so familiar. And I couldn't wrap my finger on it. I didn't know what it was. So for about a good year, we just uh, cultivated a really strong relationship. Mm-hmm. Um but the thing for me, or one of the multiple things, just to say, um, uh, that makes Brandon so special and just about our relationship is just how selfless he is. Mm-hmm. And I share that in terms of, so right now I'm in a certain space in my career, right? I mm-hmm. have a certain level of visibility right now. Mm-hmm. Um, back when Brandon and I were getting to know each other in, in the beginning stages of our relationships, like a nigga ain't have shit. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, um, I feel like, you on that. We was in the same boat. <laughs> absolutely nothing. My like depression was on fleek. Mm-hmm. It, like things were uh, not what they are right now. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was just there to give me the community that I needed yeah. uh, to support me, to uplift me. Um, so for me to be where I'm at right now, uh, it is a testament to one the work that I put in, mm-hmm. and then also being able to have uh, this this partner who just believed and who pushed uh, when I didn't want to be pushed, when, mm-hmm. I, didn't, when I didn't believe in myself. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. I wish I had that. <laughs> uh, I just love y'all so much. What about you? Listen, Sandra? my wife and I, first of all, we've been together for 17 years. Come 17 through. years? <laughs> How was that even possible? Honey, black don't crack. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> because I'm looking at Sean, I'm like... Because it's literally a game. Uh, yes, I'm really good. It's a literal game. game. Like, I was already, like, questioning how she was in uh, Lion King for eight years. Like, is she lying? I think she might be. Let me go look at the uh, Internet Broadway database. <laughs> I'm telling you. Eight years. Don't crack. Yes. But, yeah, so my wife, um, Autumn Ardrey. Oh. Autumn she, Ardrey. I yes, love it. She... she Extraordinaire. Barbara Extraordinaire. My wife is a luxury male grooming mm-hmm. specialist. Ooh. And so uh, follow her at AutumnD78. Yes. <laughs> Put it out there. But yeah, she's she's always, she's been barbering for over 25 years, almost 30, well, almost 30 years now. And our lives have just, we grew up together. Mm-hmm. So I've been knowing her 
literally most of my life. Wow. And um, she is just like how you say Brandon is very supportive, very, you know, she is literally my biggest fan mm. and doesn't and understands the business. Yeah. Because she's been around it so long. Mm-hmm. Granted, it wasn't always like that. Well, did took, you have difficulties? Like, we did have some difficulties um, in the beginning of me becoming a real artist, mm-hmm. I guess, like a professional artist mm-hmm. and having to do meet and greets and, you know, being out mm-hmm. a lot or, yeah. you know, having my attention pulled at the drop, at of, the a drop of a hat mm-hmm. or, or that kind of stuff. But, you know, she she gets it and she doesn't mind it. And she <laughs> it's funny, like when, you know, we used to do lights out on Broadway, mm-hmm. we would sit. She would sit there for hours just waiting because, you know, everybody wants to talk. Everybody wants to hug oh you. Goodness. Everybody wants yeah. to mm-hmm. embrace mm-hmm. you. Everybody. And, and, and that the type of person I am, I want to talk to you. I want right. I want you to I know that, you, I yeah, that I appreciate you. Yeah. you coming. And coming. And that yes. kind of stuff. And my, my baby just sits right there and waits. And, and listen, I just, I literally just, home. like, when I went to go, I took somebody to a show with me, went to go have a meeting right after that because I got a text in the middle of the show. And I wanted to go just see what the business was talking about really mm-hmm. quickly. It was a little late, um, but we were literally a block away. So I just let me let's just go stop by here really quickly. And the person that I was with waited for maybe about 15, 20 minutes and then came up to me while I was in the middle of the conversation and said, uh, I'm about to go. Ooh. No. <laughs> and I said, you know, and maybe not had that particular attitude, mm-hmm. but to me, that's what it that's felt, felt yeah. like. It felt like. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I just took you to see a show. Mm-hmm. I was going to take you to dinner after this show and to go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And you can't even give me the courtesy of being supportive of me. Right. Handling business for 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even I was hangry. I was ready to go. Yeah. The young woman who I was speaking with, um, she had other people coming. to. They were fans, you know, mm-hmm. people that were... You know, and, and talking with her and, and, you know, it got to about maybe the fourth or fifth person. And I was just, I sort of sighed a little bit and, <sighs> like that, because I was I was ready to go and I wanted mm-hmm. to have the conversation and, and keep it moving. And, but she detected, you know, my, my sense of and I said, you know, let me pull back. Mm-hmm. because then she goes, oh, this is my sister. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, well, uh, you know, I said, let me check myself. Yeah, 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 let me check myself because I am hangry. And then this particular person has sort of put me off of my mm-hmm. thing because they're ready to go. Uh, um, and it sort of just made me anxious to like, oh, I got somebody waiting on me. Yeah. And like, I don't like that. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't like that. And that's another reason why I'm not even really. I don't know if I'm, I'm ready to date. I'm not ready to date just anybody. Right. That's and, you know, it was a conversation that she and I had earlier early on too because I've met people that I loved and adored and after meeting them it just takes I was you like wait yeah. oh my god what? yes you, this is how you are for yes I, I, mm. I don't, I'm not gonna follow you no more. I'm not gonna right. listen to your music. I'm not gonna, right. you know. I, I'm done with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? It is like that. And I told, I vowed to myself, I would never be that person. Be that person mm. because that's not who I am. Yeah. You, you know, know what? Who's a prime example of not being that person? It's Condola Rashad. Mm-hmm. Condola Rashad and Cynthia Revo. Mm-hmm. I just ran into both of them at um, Condola had her Sardis character revealed this week. Yes. Yeah. And she texted me and invited me to come. And I said, that was so sweet of her to, you know, and specifically invite me. To, I was going to be there anyway. Right. But <laughs> it was so sweet of her to text me and invite me to come. And I said, you know, I'm, I showed up and I had my photographer there. And, you know, I ran into Cynthia with these big old long ass pigtail braids. Beautiful. Beautiful. I've seen Beautiful. that. Yes. They were yes. cute. I said, girl, that is long. cute. Or it platinum. Was, 
Platinum. Platinum blonde. Yeah, yeah it was really, really cute. Go. I'm like, I almost wanted it for myself. I said, like, I might have to go back I can't. blind. I can't. I know that's right. it was cute. It was I really cute. I got my life when you were blind. Did you? I really did. That was a sad time for me. Mm. But it, so I don't know if I will ever go back blind mm-hmm. um, because it was such a sad time for me. But I, I, it was cute. Mm-hmm. It was cute. But it, it took my hair out. I might do a, do a streak. Like Autumn. Like Autumn. Boom. Autumn has a streak. Yes. I might have her do me Come a streak, on. right? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that, uh, I forgot what I was just talking about. What was I just talking about? I'm talking about Condola. 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 So Condola is just a a beam of light. Yeah. And she's a person that does the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I also invited her to the, the talk back that we were doing. It was in between shows on Saturday. And she was like, "You now you know I gotta take that good nap in between those shows because she's prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so good to see people like that are kind-hearted that have mm-hmm. success. I mean, Cynthia has a, a Tony, a Grammy, an Emmy. She only needs an Oscar and she's got an EGOT. Right. But she's so gracious mm-hmm. and kind. Mm-hmm. I appreciate like, that. Yes. Like, I, I appreciate yeah. that too because I've had people come to me try to, you know, put dirt on her name. Yeah. Yeah. And try to, you know, throw her because they were jealous of who she was. Right. And I didn't realize it at the time, but that just goes to show you how that's people so are. So black, black people at uh, that yeah. that wanted to throw dirt on her name so that I wouldn't cover her or right. I, w- I would cover her in a different light. No, thank you. Um, so and that's nasty. what people do. They will do that. They will tell you lies and secrets mm-hmm. and, oh, she did this during the show. And when we were in the show together, she did this. This is just no. drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so... I am grateful for people like her and people that have continued to keep up that um, that that genuine spirit, yeah. uh, that nurturing spirit, because you never know what people are going through. Right. Um, you never know uh, what people are looking to you as, as inspiration right. or, you know, encouragement. Right. You just never know. So we have to be mindful. And yeah. I will also say, too, like being with someone who is not in the business mm-hmm. at all. I, I have to fall back to her because she's a celebrity in her own right mm-hmm, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in her field and what mm-hmm. she does and there's a lot of people who want to get get to her and I can I can I feel myself getting like, oh wait. Hold where, on now. We got mm-hmm. huh? Where what do I fit in here now? <laughs> where, you know, but it's like yeah. it's like you have to find that give balance, find that give and take or whatever mm-hmm. because like I said, she does a lot and has a lot of people who tug at her and I have do a lot and have a lot of people who tug at me and we understand mm-hmm. each other's industry and we mm-hmm. understand how we can support each other right. in our industry. And that's, that my last relationship we had difficulty doing that, trying to mm-hmm. find the balance because it was almost like, oh, well, you need to, I I think that I just I, I, I have a tendency to try to put everything on myself, and I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to do that today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will take responsibility of, of the things that I have done. And so I had a difficult time finding a balance between my anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. my relationship, and then my business. Mm-hmm. And, and then also, you know, trying to pay bills. And on top of that, right. and doing other things, because my business at that time was not, you know, paying like, like I needed it to in order to sustain yeah. me. And my partner was really in my corner and helping me. Um, but those things came back to sort of feel mm. um, like I'm helping you. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like to use um, it against you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, some below the belt things and some, some cut deep things. And so it's just, it just difficult finding the balance of trying to show someone that you respect and you care about them, but also still keep your career going and also still keep mm-hmm. your mental sane. Oh, yeah. um, it, it's a difficult balance. And so I, I don't know if I, ever really found the proper balance in that um, I think that taking care of myself first has now allowed me the space and the opportunity to be able saying, to give black people more. don't think they need therapy but listen we need it. it we need therapy especially we, me and my wife both went through therapy separately mm-hmm. Talk about we it. definitely need therapy especially after you know some of the things that are happening in our community we're going to move right along to this uh, ranting racist uh. white man um, speaking Child. of you know Cynthia Revo in the color purple. This right. ranting racist white man on the New York uh, LIRR, 
the Long Island Railroad, if you don't know what that is, mm-hmm. um, went viral as he spewed a racist rant at a black female passenger. Of course, it only took a matter of days for the ranting racist to be identified. His name is Edward Regario. Call him out. Edward <laughs> Regario. I might not even be saying that right, but you're going to be Edward <laughs> raggedy-ass Regario today. Oh God, oh God. He is a New York stagehand. He has worked backstage at the Color Purple, the Bernard Jacobs Theater, um, throughout the entire revival of the Color Purple. Um, I, I, I am flabbergasted. I mean, if you have seen this video of him on... Uh, on the train, and he's I don't saying, want to see that video. Um, "It's bad." He's saying that he just he's saying all sorts of just mm, just vulgar. nasty, vile, and vulgar things yeah. to these black women, and, and you know, calling them monkeys and and um, cussing them out, and 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 just I mean, it was just really just the anger and the hate that he spewed and yelled. It was just so vile. Um, it's unbelievable to think that he works in the, the theater, let alone that he worked at the Color Purple with so many amazing black women for so long. But nobody is really talking about this. Like, nobody's really saying much. Like, it, it came out that he was a stagehand. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's a stagehand. But he's denying that it is him. And I don't know if he has lost his job yet. I don't think that he has. I think that the, the union is sort of sticking with their own. And I've talked to a couple of stage managers, and they were saying, yeah, the union's going to be hard-pressed to, like, you know, fire him or cut him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're probably going to stand behind him because he's one of their own. Yeah. And and they they really stick by each other it's, um, it's, in that union. Yeah, they do because it's, uh, it, it it hasn't been quiet around the actual theater world. I uh-huh. would say they there has been many many conversations going on about it because it's just like we're a small community. We all know each other. We right. all, all the stagehands work at different theaters, you know, especially if, it's a, if a show is closed in their theater, they're subbing at other shows mm-hmm. and different stuff like but not, that nature. But what, what boggles me is I'm saying that not one theater publication has mentioned this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Playbill, Broadway.com, Theater Mania. I have not seen one. Yeah. And because our site has been down, we haven't mentioned it until tomorrow. <laughs> so I don't know what what, yeah. what is to come. Yeah, what's, but what's it boggles there? my mind that this can be a viral sensation and from a person of our community and our community as a media outlet ignores it. Yeah. I, I, I just think that uh, is a testament to just The America, white supremacy. Like just overall and like not wanting to <laughs> talk about... You might say... Okay. White supremacy. The, the Broadway theater does not like black people. He said it. He said it. But 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 no. It is just a testament to just America Shit. overall in terms of how like not one to the colonizers. <laughs> Listen, because if we are honest about it, this this community was not built for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was never meant for us to be here. Like, just like America, the Broadway system was never meant for us to be here. But go ahead. And no, but, like, that's the thing that's so frustrating is wanting to make it seem like this theater space, right, this theater community it's is so liberal. No, mm-hmm. That is so liberal. And oftentimes you'll find that's when the most, like, racist shit goes down mm-hmm. in this space that you think is supposed to be so liberal and so progressive that these individuals don't think that they're right. racist, that they don't think that they have issues or well, problems. Well, that, that's All the this- thing. Like, I feel like being around a lot of stagehands mm-hmm. uh, often mm-hmm. you know you be, you get a, a level of comfort that you feel they they may feel like they can play with you uh-huh. or you know talk to you how oh. they hear you and, no. and somebody and else homegirl back there talking mm-hmm. and, you know and sometimes you're like well, well hold on now wait wait a don't get beside don't, yourself <laughs> don't make my neck turn all the way right. <laughs> you know but it's interesting because this topic like 
they're speaking so great of him. Like he's such a great what? guy. He's such course, a sweet guy. Course. Like, well, I've even seen that, some of the people from Color Purple say that you know they never would have expected this. Yeah, from him, they never expected that it he from felt him. this way. Except for a couple of other people that say, I "Always knew he was a bigot," or "Always knew that he right. knows." And some people are saying that, but. right? But majority of people are talking nice. good, good and nice of him. So mm-hmm. it's just. But it, he also, I mean, weird. he can't be that nice if he lied and said it wasn't him. He's lying and said I it's know, not him. That's why I'm just right. like, I, I'm maybe it's trying to buy some time or something. Like I don't know what he's doing, but. It's, it's a little crazy, and it boggles my mind, but I'm interested to see how the story's going to play out, and we're going to keep an eye on it, and we're going to keep hashtag it moving for no this time. time. Right, right. Hashtag fire, hashtag bye. <laughs> bye! <laughs> hashtag boom. Well, listen, you had your, boom, you had your own little viral sensation this week. Oh, Lord. Um, wow, the, the Hotep Twitter... Uh, Hotep, stay hotepping. Hotep Twitter came and... <laughs> That's what uh, they do. Hotep's going Hotep. You know it. They came and they really came for Danye's neck and his they keys. They came hard. His neck and his back. Lord, they had my neck for and my back. They <laughs> my had me neck. on my Kaya real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am I Kaya after this? Okay. Listen, there well, is... This so is crazy. A guy named Tariq Nasheed, who is known to be a troll on I Twitter. I actually never heard of him was, until this happened. If you're active on Black Twitter, you've seen this name and this person be dragged to oblivion because for the some of the stupidest things that he's said but this is another one that we can add to the list he says there is a in quotes white funded stage play coming to broadway about slavery it's a fictional story about two black males who meet each other and start a romantic homosexual relationship the name of the play is sugar in our wounds and he goes okay dot 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 so there are there's several things about this particular statement we'll just start there mm-hmm. All theater is white funded. Okay. <laughs> I mean, except for the National Black Theater and mm-hmm. and you know the other organizations that are black, but we only have what maybe twelve black theaters mm-hmm. that are you know historically funded, like funded, funded yeah. by us or what have you. And like even still, they're still coming still far between. But right, they're yeah. still coming from the government. They're still getting grants and things from the government. That's right. still white funded. Exactly. Right. So all theater is white funded. So we can cross that out with a red line. Mm-hmm. Um, stage play is coming to Broadway. Now this is a off Broadway st- production. Now we we. Not knocking Danye because mm-hmm. we want this show to go to Broadway, but we don't want people to be confused by thinking that it's already, already on, on Broadway. Way, yes. Because it's going to go. Mm-hmm. We just want right now. You know, I mm-hmm. like. No, to, no, 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 go. I claimed this last mm-hmm. year, so yeah. I knew that, that this particular show was going to be picked up. And it's off Broadway at the Manhattan Theater Club. Um, it's a fictional story about two black male slaves who meet each other and start a romantic relationship. This relationship didn't start romantic. Am I. Tr- tr- can I say that? Go ahead. This relationship isn't. It's more than it's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's so much deeper than that. And then for him to sort of uh, say the name of the play as in to mock it and say because it's sugar in our wounds. If you get to the end of this story, baby, yeah, that sugar in your wounds is gonna make you cry. The name of the play alone is going to make you cry. Yes. So you have no idea what you're talking about. But he left it open, and so many people had so many different comments, like hundreds, um, hundreds, of, hundreds comments of comments about this show. I mean, Danielle, let you yeah. speak because you you brought this to my yeah, attention. And so, so I. Uh... <laughs> And so someone sent this to me. Like, a few people actually sent it to me. I had no clue who this guy was from a can of paint. Still really don't know who he is. Still not checking for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what was so interesting is, like, so reading the comments, and I can understand uh, his critique in terms of, like, the funding, but we already talked about that, right? right? Um, What did it for me, and I did that thing that you shouldn't do. I started looking at at the comments. Comments, yeah. Like an (laughs) idiot. And so I'm reading the comments. Because, like, 
I already knew what I was getting myself into. You knew what you were setting like, yourself up for. You were you in. They was like, I'm about to go here, yo. I'm like just watching a train wreck. And so I'm reading a comment, and it was just, of course. And so here's the thing. When when I wrote the play, I, I literally thought that it would just be a play that was just going to stay in my drawer. No one would ever see it. It would never see the light of day. Um, Your nail's cute. Thank but, you. Uh, I mean, we'll come back to that. And so, <laughs> so I actually started to gag at the reception that like the play was receiving. Mm-hmm. And But one of the reasons why I didn't think that it would uh, see the light of day or, or, or I knew it would um, it would have backlash is because of like the subject matter. Being mm-hmm. able to yeah. see uh, these two black men who are slaves uh, falling so beautiful. Yeah, it, it is. Like, we know that. We can say that. But then also, I understand <coughs> that we live in a specific community, and there's a larger True. world out there, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the larger world. Mm. And so that's why this wasn't such a surprise when it happened. And just reading all the comments, it was just, I remember this. this I, remember I remember these people. Exactly. I know these when people. When I was writing this, and, mm. like, people were saying things in terms of, like, here we go again. They want to push the, like, gay agenda. Here we go again. And like the emasculation of black men. Uh-uh. Here we go again. These like and, and this. Let me know that y'all really don't know what what the fuck y'all talking about. Here Seriously. we go again. It's probably a white writer doing this, mm-hmm. oh. or if it's like, or if it's a black writer, he probably a coon. Just like going off yeah. about me talking about my. But you uh, was key, not you? I really it, it was a key. <laughs> no, because literally, I gotta say it was. <laughs> It was a few that was a key. One uh, one comment was like, oh, Lord, a slave plantation version of Brokeback Mountain. That <laughs> took me out. That one took me out. And then it was a gif. I can't. I can't. I, wait, I can't It breathe. was a gif attached to it of Wendy Williams rolling her eyes and getting up out her chair like, here we go again. <laughs> because like, you just got to laugh at some of this BS. But but then it was some things, I, I, I was talking to Drew about it this morning, that were just so violent. Brokeback slave. Like, <laughs> one of the like comments, though, like switching it now was um, like, I hope this writer gets shot and he dies. Like that's why. Do you see how they go there? Like, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Why does that go that far? This is what people do though. Like they do this on the internet. Even theater lovers. I told you with the great comment. They they go to death. Like they want you to die. It's it's not necessary. But so I will say, when I woke up this morning, it was still on my spirit, and I was that that actually took me aback. I was like, oh. I let it go. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning. It was still in my spirit. So for a rehearsal today, that was one of the, like, when I got into the room, I asked my director, Sahim Ali, uh, can I talk about this yeah. to the mm-hmm. company? And I did. I read the I read the tweet. I read some of the uh, comments. I said, this is why we're doing this story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is why we have to do this story. And, and somebody, I think it might have been, like, the uh, movement director asked, did uh, I respond? And I said, absolutely not, because the play is my response. Right. Come on. The art Come on. will speak for it. You yeah. better right? speak. Oh. Seriously, though. Danya, Danya has taught Lord me so much about... I can't about, take him. Lord have yes. mercy. Danya has taught me so much about energy and about mm. place, where to place your energy yeah. and about temperament. I mean, because there's some times when me and Danya worked together and I was like snapping on him and Danya was like, okay. God bless mm-hmm. you. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, he, and he would definitely like hit me with it. I'm like, damn, like. <laughs> you ain't gonna respond. Right, you ain't gonna nope. hit me like, so I can like go off again. Like, <laughs> and so that's why we became friends. <laughs> yeah. Because he just treated me with such grace and mm-hmm. kindness. 
he didn't know what I was going through. And we ended up talking about that later on. But mm-hmm. like I'm I'm like that sort of temperament is something that I've learned so much from Danya and I'm still learning. Um and I'm grateful for that. But let's move on to the question of the day, because we gotta get on up out of here. Oh, come through. Question of the day. Let's do a question of, we only gonna do one question today. Just one question yeah, of the day. Yeah, let's do well you wanna do the one well, the one that I read from the email? Do you yeah. like that one? Is it too long? No, you think? come through. Okay, let's do it. How does the panel feel about the trend of latest musicals being based off of a television and film? Uh, based off of television and film. This year's Tony nominees for Best Musical went out to SpongeBob, Mean Girls, Frozen, and The Band's Visit, all based upon film television. Personally, I personally think it's just what's in vogue right now. If it weren't for it, were, it blah, 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 blah. if it weren't film or television, it'd be a book. That's how it was during the Golden Age, Carousel, South Pacific, so, a Showboat, My Fair Lady. And because our modern society prioritizes film and television as a more viable source of entertainment in comparison to books, it doesn't surprise me that contemporary work takes inspiration from the most popular medium. How long do you foresee the trend lasting? And do you think producers should take bigger risk on new original musicals for Broadway or? to following the status quo. I'm going to just jump right in. Go in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think this will last for a very long time. Uh, the reason why I think it will last for a very long time, and th- th- coming from the perspective of a writer, mm-hmm. it is very challenging to have, especially now when you talk about like Broadway, you talk mm-hmm. about like musicals on that level, is super arduous to have uh, producers, to have funders. Uh, Who believe in the work. Yeah, believe in the work and back the work from material this literally just from your imagination right. from the yeah. story that you created like they because there's no nine times out of ten right. back and uh, and and believe in a story that has already existed mm-hmm. because they can wrap their head around it and then also uh, coming from a writer's standpoint that's a bit quote unquote easier because Everyone knows how the story begins, what's the middle of the story, Mm -hmm. and how the story ends. So you can interpret it and maneuver it whatever way you want, but but everyone knows exactly what the story is going to be, right? right? And so it won't be that much changing going on if it's your own story. So just thinking from a very, like, logical and, like, financial space, that's why this, quote-unquote, trend Mm -hmm. is happening because producers, funders will be able to back it. Yeah, I understand that. So what do you think? Yeah, it's kind of disheartening, Honestly, mm-hmm. that's real. Because I feel like there are so many of you, mm-hmm. so many of people that are writers that are creating amazing, beautiful pieces that mm-hmm. will never get seen mm-hmm. because of lack of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, exposure, exposure, mm-hmm. lack of trust in it being able to do something bigger, right. um, a lack of confidence. Just you know, and, and they holding tight onto their money and they mm-hmm. just want to keep it in their pocket because yeah. they know. Ghost was a success in the theater, so right. it'll be a, you know it yeah, has yeah. to be a success here. Or right. waitress was a, such a success in, in the movie theater, so it has to be a success here. And it just it just sucks. It really just sucks mm-hmm. because I agree. I feel like this isn't a trend. I feel like this is this is it. This is it. Yeah, I understand that. And it's, it's difficult to to I, I get it from both sides just because from a press side, they're having a difficult time selling tickets about like for for the musicals that are about movies and stuff now like i mean mm. stuff like frozen and stuff is selling but if you think about the shows that are, that that are there not all of those shows are selling out even though they have already have an audience attached to the right, brand right. people know and recognize those names pretty woman i'm 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 interested to see how that's going to pan out. You know, yeah. Mean Girls is a good show. Um SpongeBob is a, a really good show. The mm. music is great in that show. Um but it's it's taken some time for people to really just adjust and get get 
into that. I mean, mm-hmm. we have also have to think about the tourist community. The tourists spend a lot of money on yeah. tickets, so having those names above, you know, right. the marquee that people sort of um, are the show titles that people know sort of helps that, you know, go along. So, I mean, I don't know. It 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 does seem like it's here to stay, but I would love to see something that is going to be um, using that thing, but also still transformative and still something that's um, um, amazing and and still musical theater. You know who does that? Titus Burgess with The Preacher's Wife. Yes. The 100%. Preacher's Wife 100%. is, when I tell you that's about to change oh, theater so for black people. I'm so excited. That is about to change I'm the ready. way people see black people. I'm the way ready. people see black people in theater, that will change it Ooh, entirely. I'm feeling it in my spirit um, it is, already. The, the music wait. is so amazing. It's a totally yeah. different storyline. You're mm-hmm. not going to recognize it from the movie, but you'll know that title. Mm-hmm. And you'll know you know somebody's name or attached attached to the project. You'll know somebody mm-hmm. in the project. So mm-hmm. it'll have those two elements, but it'll, it'll still be classic musical theater. And I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get on up out of here, y'all. We appreciate you all listening this week. Thank you so much, Chandra, for having Thank us. You. Anything you want to say to the people me. before you, we head on out? Listen, what, people, where can we find you? Oh my gosh! Because I know you're hiding right now, but <laughs> we want to see what this baby, you know, when this baby I comes know, out. I'm actually, I'm, my wife has been pushing me, pushing because I've been talking about starting a YouTube channel. So I'm going to start a YouTube channel about working moms, okay, and yes. you know, being in the industry and you know that kind of whole field, like yeah, trying to figure that out. So follow me on Instagram at at uh, Chandra Prophet, um, Twitter. Miss Shawnee, M-I-S-S-C-H-O-N-N-I-E. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, things are coming. There's, I have some things coming up that... A baby. A baby. <laughs> a baby. Happy, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's Day to yes. you, Shandra. And I'm happy so Mother's excited. Day to my mom. Yes. Oh, happy, happy Mother's Day, Day to, to my mama. Yes. My mama too, honey. Yes. Yes. We <laughs> love them. Moms. And I got a yes. surprise for y'all next week. Um, but y'all don't know it yet. But since Amber wasn't here, I didn't. I couldn't do it this week, but I do got a surprise for y'all next week. So shout out to us, and we love y'all. Thank y'all so much for hitting your mark and going off book with us. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Oh, it's night for us and not for them. Well, bye. 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 Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.